I've been knowing you for some while. That's true. And you've always had a tinkling of soul. Every day I, I try to describe soul. Maybe you mm -hmm. can hum eight bars of what soul represents. Mm -hmm. to open the bottle of champagne. Yes. Every, I think everyone does. Does anybody other than me? Sounds like everybody. Yes, everyone, but you know. everyone knows how to do it. I don't like to do it, though. I don't like to do it either. I have anxiety. Aaron, do you what, like it? Will you hand this, this to Jason? It's I love it. Here, this just can you do it away from my face, though? Nope. We're okay. celebrating today. Right. Biggest, biggest day in Daily Echo history. I'd like to thank my executive producer... <laughs> for securing such a solid interview you're welcome um we're talking to jesse from the uh, other lives today so oh. put your seatbelts on buddies <laughs> oh, boom He fucked up. With the champagne? No, just himself. I was just talking to myself on the air. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But it was like, you know, it was terrible. I'm all thrown off. I Your thought I was living a timer. room is a mess, man. I'm thrown off. Yeah. Look at this place. It's 
beautiful, right? I had to carve out that spot for you, Darren. Oh my yeah. god! Every, everything is stacked really vertically. I'm almost, I kind of impressed. It's looming. Yeah. You're sitting between a stack of tables and an air conditioner on top of a poof ottoman. Yeah. And you know what? I did none of it. Who did this? Task Rabbit. Oh. I got another guy coming tomorrow to finish it off. Oh, finish me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Last week you were like, I'm almost done. And I'm like, you mean they're almost done? You're like, no, I got the rest of it. I, uh-huh. could, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could take it from here. I got it. I got it. Yeah, nope. He'll be here at noon tomorrow. Nice. What are you, oh, you going to do? God, it's a mess. Wait, when are you moving exactly? I'm moving Saturday. Saturday. I'm moving Saturday. I will not be helping you. No, I, I'm okay. I'm a grown man now. I, mm-hmm. well, I, I do nothing. I mm. pay for it. Good. I pay for it to be taken care of. I'm going to take like the hodgepodge crew over to the place. Oh, that's true. Like that. I don't do everything. Jason's helping me. I can come over later when everything is in your apartment. No, and no. Say hi. Well, I feel like I'm going to take like the rag. No, just say game. hi. I'm not going to touch anything. Oh, yeah. You can come say hi. Yeah. Jason has to help me transport the cats. Yes. Er- Eric's coming. Yeah, oh, God, you're taking so him. Why don't you just leave him here? He's coming along. Oh, gross! What should I protect myself with? My name's Kevin, and I'm Eric. Oh, God, this so is scary. the Daily Echo here on Radio Free Brooklyn. On Radio Free Brooklyn, we have the whole team here. I think you need a fencing suit. Mm. Yeah, they wear gloves. They wear these like uh, the gloves that you grab an eagle with. Yeah, I think a fencing suit is perfect. It's got that face screen. The face screen, like that netting about. over your face. You ever see Kevin, like every time you see him with all the scratches on his face? And his and hands, he looks terrible, <laughs> yeah. It's awful. They're that he- cat is a menace. They're healing. Mm-hmm. Mm. For all of you listening to for the first time, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Also, why? Uh, why is because they want to hear us talk to other lives. Okay. Jesse oh. from Other Lives. Uh, they put a blog post. It was featured on the website. With a great interview. Yeah, with an interview between Eric and I that I wrote. <laughs> and Jesus. And they Eric's edited. So the unraveling. The editing was really good. They w- it would add like paw licks and stuff. I didn't write. I didn't think that was you. I didn't write that yeah. in. Hmm. But I liked it. Um, it was great. So we're drinking champagne. We're very excited. Jesse, Jesse from Other Lives will be on the show at 6 p.m. So if you tuned in now, hoping to hear him right out the gates, I've, Too bad. S- I've suckered you in mm-hmm. for another 53 minutes. You have Wait, to are you told to them us. the time? Now they're going to turn it off. That's fine. Right. <laughs> I know it doesn't matter. That's fine. Take Jesse, the off of me. Jesse Tabish. His wife is in the band. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Wasn't always in the band. Hmm. But on the last record, she's cool. in the band. What's she doing in the band? She's playing some pretty cool guitar that's oh, nice. like, uh, s- sounds kind of Western. Cool. You know, I'll play you some samples of some of their stuff yeah. as we go. Every third song today is Other Lives. Oof. So I put together a good playlist, which means that there's no harm in us playing music for a change, except for the fact that I have to punch it into Spinatron. Oh, God. Mm. Are you going to start this again? You have no idea how hard it is. Okay. You're doing that still? I'm doing it today because I okay. think there's more attention on us today. Oh, oh shit. Kevin's in trouble. <laughs> I forgot someone's going to be listening yeah. today. Kevin is in trouble. It was it was promoted on the internal forum as well. 
So awesome. maybe maybe we have some some radio friends. So I want awesome. them to see that we're more compliant than the show that broadcast previously who didn't Full use compliance. didn't use that feature, but I will use it today. Slapped wrists. So we're in trouble, but now we're out of trouble because Jesse's coming on. Yes. I think we're I think we're scot free now. Nobody can get mad at us. Mm. We're gonna be number one. Our future is in your hands, Jesse. Please show up. <laughs> How funny <laughs> would that be if you didn't call in? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I've been hyping this in my own head and heart for so long. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh can you pass the the champagne? The champagne. Champagne. Thank you. We're celebrating. It's our last show. I'm personally celebrating you not living in Red Hook anymore, and I don't have to schlap. That's what I was going to say, is we're celebrating. It's the last show in Red Hook. So what do I do? I got to schlep now. What am I celebrating? Now you live where I live. (laughs) I know. Dumb, dumb. You've you've turned the tables in your favor. Cheers. Cheers. It is the last. You can't hear the cheers because we're drinking out of paper cups. Right. Oh, yeah. It's classy. Everything's packed. Because I'm moving, and yeah, I don't know. We we're ready to go. Darren was trying to think of some interesting questions to ask. I appreciate that, and was going to reach out to all of his friends and family. I thought, <laughs> but you know, every big rock profile that I read growing up, they would totally go to the person's hometown, talk to their third grade teacher, <laughs> talk to their sibling. You know. Well, I know some things. I know his mom was a piano player. She was a piano teacher. So he had that to his advantage. Did you guys take piano lessons when you were a kid? No, I wanted to tell him how jealous I I was about this. I wanted to take piano. (laughs) Everyone I knew took piano lessons. Everyone. I I never did. You did? Yeah. I love piano. I had to play like Home on the Range. Well, that's a good thing to know. I would be so good at piano now if I played uh, as a child. And I'm not I terrible bet. now. I bet. I can't teach myself piano. I don't I don't get it. I can't make my hands do two different things <laughs> at the same time. You could do the same things. You got to move your feet too. Oh, mm. fuck that. One yeah. foot. No, can't. Mainly one foot. Darren, well, do you, you play? to do any of that. I played in a band, but it was just left hand bass lines. Oh. And it was ideal because I didn't. All I know is like four notes, so you could play oh. bass chords, like fuzzy, yeah. not even chords. Oh, single notes. Oh. So, for all anybody could tell... You know how to play piano. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird because usually you're the most accomplished person on the show musically, but today you're number two because this guy sold 10 million (laughs) albums when he was like 19 years old. Wow. How old is he? About. He's about our age. Oh, cool. Uh, So, that put him at, I'd say, 38, 39. Mm Mm-hmm. You're 41. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, he's about our age. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Almost, not quite. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Has anyone seen the Tony Hawk documentary? No. No, it's I, so want good. I want so to. It's so good. The, those guys were like 14, 15, buying their first houses. Shit. Making their first couple hundred grand, which in the 80s would have been yeah, a lot of money. close to a million. I don't know. Yeah. A lot back then. It's really interesting. Huh. 14 buying a house. It doesn't seem like as punk as I would expect them. No, like but like you got to do something with the money, I think, for at them. that point. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you get a responsible guy. You get a pool and then you drain the pool and then you got a little oh, ramp area. They bought a Sweet. Pool. Did you know he was broke from like 89 to like 95 and six doing odd jobs? Why? 
because I think vert skating went totally out of fashion and street skating came in and uh, there was no competition so you can earn any money oh and then he started it he left power. even though he's a legend it's the x games oh. it ramped yeah. back up in the x games and then the, and video, then the video game, game. Yeah, yeah i was yeah. gonna say where he got rich is the video game tens of millions that yeah. video game's really cool also <laughs> investing in the early 80s in real estate really helped <laughs> <laughs> financial <laughs> advisor here in the room well so we got the whole band together we've got champagne mm. we've yep. got a mess ev in every direction yeah that we move surrounded in all four directions by chaos and and yet we have to sort of pretend to be legit for two hours oh yeah oops because we're interviewing jesse from other lives so we will um do the right thing and talk a little bit less to introduce you to other lives if you don't already know them uh so we'll start off the set with one called fairweather and this is other lives here we go
that is other lives and we are talking to jesse at 6 p.m eastern time and in the meantime i'm talking to polly and jason and darren do you need me to do the spinatron stuff here we go i think i want to just continue to complain about it i think that i can't live one more day listening to you complain about it well don't worry i'll just do it on the air (sighs) why don't i just do it well, it's complicated. I don't, Is we're it? not we're not going to be sitting all cozy next to each other. You're on the couch. You're supposed to be comfortable and just why in your headspace being pure. I can be I can pure. See. I'm more pure during doing a menial task than I am in any wow. other like. Oh, you love that, don't you? I do love menial yeah. tasks. That's well, my whole job. Well, I'm supposed to be pure, and it just gets in my way. Okay, then that's why I'll do it. It's very frustrating. You're very annoying. I feel like my old mic is not as loud as it usually is. I don't know. I don't sound as mellifluous as you. Well, no one can. It's really unsettling. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping to get lots of uh, voiceover work from this from this gig here. From this gig? Yeah. Yeah, you would be good at that. I I don't know. I think. Probably reading off side effects of medication is where I'm at. Oh, that's good. Oh, you know, you should read the revised mm. um, <laughs> station. <laughs> the revised what? <laughs> we revised the, uh, what do you call that? This kind of the station identification. Uh, we have these on-air reads that we yeah. have to do. Yeah, I know. I've done some. Here we go. Hold on. Listen to this. We were workshopping this last week with Eric. Oh, God. Hi, ass bags. It's me, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Also, we have a revenue stream from tote bags and coffee mugs. And then the next part, we're supposed Mm -hmm. to be pulling at their heartstrings and telling them, you know, Mm -hmm. like why they really need to donate. Yeah. And it was a little outdated, so here's how we updated it. Go ahead, Eric. As it was for many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially. Two years ago. 2021 was a lot better, but still it would be helpful because it was not the best year in all of the land. I'm just (laughs) trying to be real with you here. Bear with us. Also, every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. You should all see the work Kevin does for the community. Mm-hmm. He buys his friends tote bags. Or Jason steals them and says they're wonderful. <laughs> Please help by pledging whatever you can. We are a non-profit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. I think I can handle reading that and then get my big break in uh, Hollywood or the Hollywood for uh, voices. We got called out by Jason because it said uh, 2020 was a difficult year for us. And then it goes into the diatribe about why you should donate. And he's Mm -hmm. like, what? And he said that the Great Depression was also very (laughs) tough. (laughs) There have been many tough years in American history. And that was two years ago, so we have moved on. Mm-hmm. 2020 was a tough year. But we nailed the edit, I think. I think we nailed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know who used to get a lot of voice work 
and he allegedly had a nice voice, and you don't hear from him much anymore. Oh. Kevin Spacey. I thought you were going to say Sinbad. Really? Something, you know, Although sometimes he did, you know what? He he was the voice of the Moon. computer in Moon, which is my favorite sci-fi movie. Didn't Gilbert Gottfried just die? Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was a voiceover guy. Oh, yeah. In, oh. The, in animation and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was. Uh, he did voiceover work for uh, Aflac. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, the the yeah. commercial, yeah. and he's he got, got ki- he got kicked off because he made jokes about the tsunami oh. in Japan. In the voice, uh, like a, in the duck vo- in the Aflac just on voice? social media. <laughs> like if they had insurance. <laughs> yeah. Oh dang! What is there to even joke about? What did he say? Exactly. I, yeah, I, I don't know, know what I he said, know. but it was not funny. I think it's a compulsion. I think it's just like I gotta have a take. Yeah. I yeah. Gotta, I gotta yeah. spin it. Yeah, well, I think he likes to always have the joke that makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, mm. that definitely was. That was like his gimmick. Thing. Um, I really think that they should remaster uh, Moon without yeah. Kevin Spacey, like get somebody else to do it. Yeah, get a woman to do that voice. Anything. And it would, I would watch Maybe it all you. over again. Maybe me. Maybe I'll be Gertie. Yeah. Speaking of canceled. Uh-oh. Are we allowed to listen to Radiohead anymore? Oh, God. Oh, Man. shit. I got to follow up on it, but it, it just didn't oh, look good. <sighs> Do we want to say it? Johnny fucking Greenwood. Was well, I think we should say it with a caveat, right? Because this is just Twitter right now. I'll tell you what I saw. You tell me what you saw, and I would caveat this all by saying this is my favorite band in all of the land, and so I'm very sensitive to this. <clears throat> I would imagine Other Lives probably enjoys his scoring and I'm sound sure. and composition also and i think everybody does and i would say he's in the top whatever yeah he's modern oscar. composers yeah johnny, Gr- johnny greenwood Pretty yeah flawless so what did he do uh it, allegedly well no it's not allegedly it's on twitter he, it's electronically it's all it's, elect- it's there in court of law well mm. okay what did he what did he tweet? well it's not illegal <laughs> no but no. it is unfortunate that in the Twitter stream, you can see what people like now. They've started injecting likes into uh, the thing. Okay. So I, now I'm paranoid about it because God forbid. Like you like something Well, sometimes I like stuff to remember it later. Before they added yeah. bookmarks, I would flag something oh. be, and like it. That's kind of an old school way to so do kinda it. So kind of go back mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. And so now I see journalists liking stuff that's like really noxious uh, right wing stuff occasionally. But I, Johnny Greenwood liked multiple posts by multiple turfs and transphobic people and i mentioned it to a friend from england and they're like why do we have this problem where like jk rowling and there's been a bunch of other middle-aged british people that have really gotten on board with the anti-trans stuff and johnny and his wife is zionist anti-vaxxer oh well that's a whole fucking bunch of yikes I think a lot of people were just like, please tell me this isn't true. That's what that's the phase I'm in right now is please tell me this is oh, not I'm, true. I'm betting it is. Nothing you can never have a nice thing. I don't want it to be true. That's yeah, why you, I you, wanna you caveat it. You can't have nice things. First and you Michael know Jackson, now this. I know I don't listen to Michael Jackson. If yeah. I didn't if I wasn't allowed to listen to Radiohead. Mm. I think you're allowed to listen, but you gotta remember that he did a real shitty fucking thing. You just can't enjoy it. You can't enjoy it. You I have a listen. song called uh skirting on the surface from his side band with uh tom york called the smile what a dumb band name i'm sorry i agree <laughs> but it's in our it's in our set list for today i will never go see them live i don't like the band name i will say this though a lot of authors and musicians from the last 100 years if you scratch the surface there's a lot of anti-semitic stuff 
Oh, absolutely. Sure. Tons. So yeah. this will be this generation's learning Anti-Semitism. Anti-trans stuff, I think, will be this generation's, like, yeah. hump to get over that they're not getting over because they're a little too old now. But Johnny Green was not that old, is he? He's in his 50s. He should know, though. Yeah. You Late kinda, 50s. He, yeah. No, he's not. Late 50s? I'm sure. We can look it up. Have you seen the way he used to dress, too, in the 90s? I he mean, was, they, he was gender yeah. bending. They like all, a lot yeah. of English bands. Were. You're right. Not 71. He's 50 years old. Okay. Jesus Christ. But he's an artist. Like, he's yeah. only four years older than me. Let's come on. Face facts. Okay. He, he knows better. That's he fair. knows fucking yeah. better. But he, so anyway, he said he had fat thumbs and he was just liking stuff left and right, which is what everybody oh. says when they get caught. That's been a real common well, I thing. I appreciate that. Oh, more he, than like he responded? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he and then it. he was like, um, accident, oops. But then they found even more stuff where he was just, it's like the men are men, women are women. Uh, uh, why would mm. why would you even risk liking that stuff with your fat thumb? You should have at least <laughs> said, like, I was bookmarking it for later. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, hey, well I, you I, got I get a point that. There. Yeah. I don't know how to bookmark. Um, I guess I should read the phone number because we are taking calls while yeah. we speak to Jesse. So get out your pencils, folks. We are going to give you the telephone number. Pencils. If you are reading it on, <laughs> if you're if you're listening on the mobile app, the phone number is right there, and so I don't have to give it to you. Uh, if you are listening on the website, I don't know what it says anymore, but Just I know give the number. It's fine. <laughs> Just give the number. I'm giving them moments to get their pencil. Yeah. Okay. And then the other thing I would add is if you miss this, you can go to the.daily.echo on Instagram and the phone number is there. But go ahead, Eric, read them the phone number. Pauline's impatient. Nine, one, seven, nine, nine, four, nine, two, nine, eight. And then he's going to repeat it. Go ahead. 917-994-9298 is the number to call. Uh, we're talking to Jesse at 6 p.m. Anything else that I'm supposed to do that I didn't? My no. name's Kevin. And I'm Eric. And this is the Daily Echo on Radio Free Brooklyn. On Radio Damn, Free Brooklyn. He didn't even look at what... <laughs> he, he knew exactly what button that was. That was a no-look. That was a no-look press. <laughs> he saw it. This is the first show I'm broadcasting from home where I'm sitting down. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's awful. What you. is this? It's I'm weird. It's here, all very see. weird. Oh, you liked it better when I was standing yeah, up? The I vantage point? It was more authoritative also. Well, yeah, I, trusted, yeah. I trusted you more. There's a hierarchy. Actually. Now <laughs> I don't trust you. Now I feel like I have to take over. I feel very little. Look at this. It's, uh, it's oh, detached. Oh, oh, shit. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's, that's a bad thing. The desk is completely detached. Oh, my God. $5,000 worth of equipment. $5,000 worth of equipment. Crashing down. The, the, they're balancing the, the, oh, great. the thing, actually. <laughs> so it's going to be yeah. fine. Oh, my God. But yeah, it's it's a shit show in here mm-hmm. today. Um, I'm supposed to uh, text Jesse the phone number here pretty oh. soon, and he's gonna call in 30 minutes. Great. Let's not have him wade into the Johnny Greenwood stuff. No, no. no. we transition yeah. right into that. No, no, no. <laughs> We're gonna treat him with the utmost respect. Well, it's not disrespect. Right, relax. It's just, it's uh, just it's a shock to fun. us all. Yeah. The only questions I have three questions in my list of questions that I hope go over well. Look, he's interviewing the fucking Pope. Look how nervous he is. <laughs> I'm, I am kind of nervous. Oh, my God. So, 
<laughs> but I have three questions that I don't know, you know, that, that are either personal or uh -huh. historical or yeah. stupid. And I don't yeah. know how those are going to go. When in doubt, always go I'd stupid. I'm, those, I'm starting yeah. with stupid. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going right out the gates with stupid. Why not? Cake versus pie. Which I'm do you prefer? With stupid. <laughs> no, it's it's worse than that. Oh. I don't want to spoil it, but I have a good intro question. Um, my my uh, my notes are very scattered. Is there one note per page this time? No, like more than one. no, I have four pages with yeah. like lots of notes on There's them. There's so one them letter up? per page. <laughs> this is how thorough uh, and anal retentive. Yeah. yeah, no, he got it. He nailed it. It's it's 300 pages yeah. because everything is on a separate page. Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of pages. I didn't organize them like I usually do. And then I have this yeah. page, which is everything I loaded into the sampler that I uh, want to play while we're on the phone with him. Let's see. I've got seven clips. Great. We'll see how many of them I play. All right. I'd say you're prepared. I, I tried to prepare. I've had a good two months. Yeah. We I mean, were why does that <laughs> let you stop? Uh, don't, don't let that stop you. Come on. Well, we, we were going to do this, and then they went on tour in France since he was unavailable. Hmm. And then, and then, uh, and then I, it, it took him a long time to get back, and I was very insecure because I thought we were going to like do this. Mm -hmm maybe a week or two ago and so i wrote a note and said hey i'm sorry i won't bother you anymore but if you ever do oh decide God, this poor guy <laughs> jesus like, christ he's like he's like mate i'm totally still up for the yeah. show oh you my know God, jesus christ oh yeah i think Listen you're like hey yourself. jesse didn't get back to me i'm canceling um, you know the show's done and then and then and then he wrote me yesterday good. and then he wrote me yesterday and said uh hey uh here's my number let's talk before the show no he didn't and I th and I thought, does he want to talk to me right now? No, he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> he just said, just text me before the show, so he knows when to like call into this mess. That's exactly yeah. what he meant. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't want to talk to you. Come on. And so <laughs> I so I responded. So I thought he wanted like a pre-interview or something. What on earth? And so I said. And so I immediately responded right now. Oh, God, you oh no! Listen to you. you <laughs> like a, oh like a loser. Like I totally came boy. off like a loser. I can't. And, uh, I, on, I honestly, I, m I might have to just, I have that, you know, that secondhand embarrassment that you get when like something really yeah. yikes is happening and you just have to remove yourself physically <laughs> from the situation. I yeah, may have to remove myself and just like go into the bathroom for the, for the phone call. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> I have a concern. It's going to be fine. Okay. Um, let me let me shoot him the let me shoot him the number for the radio station oh. and we'll play another other live song through sweaty hands. Can we? Okay. What were you gonna say? No, nothing. All right. Well, this one's on their new album. It's called Dead Language. Dead language. Dead language. Tied up in strings A world of figures Are strangers to me It talks how it feels But it's not what it seems Dead language Dead language Thank you. 
Get up, 
city is shining one by one. We're turning the old statue. Now I've seen all they've offered me, and all my work simply died one by one. We're turning the old statue. at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Uh, I like how you're perched over here, yeah, sir. I'm trying this something is, new. I don't like it, though. I don't like real. it yet. It's, I can't believe you're wandering around here without shoes on. This is a hazard. I just took one shoe off so I could put it on the couch. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, it's a hazard zone here today. Well, now I can see you. I like this better. Oh, that's good. I know. I hope in your uh, new apartment you can have it so that... Uh, I'm facing this way. I'm worried that you guys are going to be on my left and my right. Mm. Oh, that sucks. No, 
We're gonna. I'm gonna have to feng, feng shui the whole environment for you. Yeah, I'm gonna need help. Yeah. Because this is yeah. Definitely. This I this setup was perfect. I thought I'm gonna miss this setup. This is the last time we'll be in this setup. I think we should be in an oval. If only we had the opportunity to go to like a studio somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Darren, you went on a trip to Charlottesville. Yeah. I did not join you. And I regret it because I didn't accomplish anything while you were away. I told you you should have gone. Well, uh, it was people we know from New York by way of Charlottesville and vice versa. And we all knew each other from age 24 to 32 or thereabouts. And uh, it was pretty damn interesting to see people that you hadn't seen in that long from a totally different context. Yeah. But the amount of people that have since been, I mean, these are all musicians and good Lord, the stuff we used to get up to and how incredibly unhealthy we were at the time. It's really interesting to see who's gone the way of AA and religion and vegetarianism. People went the way of religion. (laughs) Vegetarianism. I mean, that that was thrown in there. Oh man. A couple friends of mine, real, real serious Buddhists. They do, or people that do Tai Chi or people that Mm. just, uh, I was showing up and I was trying to be like, have you seen this show? You seen that show? The life of a mm-hmm. bachelor living in New York that mm-hmm. just processes everything through popular TV. Sweet. Because that's small talk now. Yeah. And uh, they were just like, yeah, like I tried Breaking Bad and other stuff and there was just no growth. There was real no human oh my humanity God. to it. And uh, <laughs> Are you serious? I had a conversation with my old drummer who was like a wild guy. He looked like a werewolf. He had a big beard, and he was just like a total garage band alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Imagine, imagine the most rowdy-ass garage band, self-destructive garage band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was driving around Charlottesville looking for somebody on Saturday, and I did a U-turn, and I looked into the woods, and I saw this bald guy just swinging a sword around. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, there's like, a, there's like a, a, a criminal that got loose or something. Nice. And then I found out 20 minutes later, it was one of my best friends that, you know, doesn't drink anymore. Uh, All his entire life is Tai Chi and all these practices. And he goes out in the woods and that's how he steadies and focuses. Like a sword. Swinging a sword around. I guess it's it's part of whatever martial arts and stuff like that. But again, like people were more contemplative and like they said shit about New York. Like I I recommended uh, Search Party. Oh, yeah. I got obsessed with it for a while. That's a good I th- show. I thought it was a pretty deep show. Yeah. And it was campy, too. And uh, they were just like, yeah, it's a bunch of fucking New Yorkers sitting around having brunch and just being stupid and talking about nothing. Oh, my God. And there was just a Sounds real... like this show without brunch. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's unique to New York, but I don't know. But it was a real sign of where I had to bite my lip because... Wait, so like it's this whole holier than thou. Oh, I found spiritualism, and I can't enjoy like. I think stupid things. Think New York is a nihilistic, empty kind of place. And Maybe, but it's my nihilistic, empty place. Home yeah. sweet home. I will. Disagree. I will not. And I also don't think that that's true at all. Mm. And I will defend New York to the death. I will. All right. I feel so much better about my microphone now. Why? Because I sound shittier. Well, you sound great. No. I do hear a difference. 
somebody compared it to the big chill and i was like i don't think it's i don't think it was quite <laughs> like that they had fun in, in the big chill like they were boinking each other like all weekend or some shit. so is there anybody in our group of friends that we share uh that we've all grown distant to some not everyone but like there's some distance in some of the <coughs> friendships that are there is there anybody that just felt like they were in a completely different <laughs> universe as compared I think that would be me <laughs> you <laughs> not married no kids more or less the same That's sense why of humor in, <laughs> in the same feeling of like no growth yeah certainly like I was joking to another friend. I was like, is it me? Am I not growing somehow? And they're like, that might be part of it. But what does that even mean, growing? What do you, what do you, where do you need, what do you need to do? Figuring out how to spend the rest of your 30 years on earth, like a life of the mind kind of thing. And in a small town, that's different. Uh, But are you, I guess if you're content with your life, like why does it have to be some big fucking spiritual? Because I think they're understimulated. I think we're overstimulated. Living here, I think they're understimulating. You have to create uh, it because, you know, you're in a marriage with kids and you have to carve out that mental space for yourself. So some people do it through AA and some people do it through religion and all these other practices. But like, we don't need to do that because we're stimulated all the time. So yeah, like, like Jason yeah. said, there's no right answer. There's no better or worse. I found AA to be very weird when I tried it. I didn't like it. I mean, I don't like anything that tells me that I have to succumb to a higher power. Everybody got up and held hands. Oh, oh ew. I stayed sitting. Absolutely <laughs> not. You, it's like a church. Oh, God. It was a very religious experience. I it was very don't. silly to me. I would never do it again. I would never do that either. I like to dabble in it, and I did one that's about human relationships. Mm. And I went to it a couple times, and they were like, it doesn't have to be a higher power. It doesn't have to be a god. It could be an old shoe. And I was just like, you really fucked me up on that one. What are you talking about? Meaning it's just some object that you equate with familiarity and spirituality and your sense of purpose. But they kept saying it could be an old shoe. And I was like, old shoes are gross. What are you talking about? That's in the, it's just, that's how people refer to it. Higher power is whatever. All right. Well, I don't know. I know. It's very abstract. I don't know. I can't get there. No. I don't know. I think growth is overrated. Yeah, I think I've reached the pinnacle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think if you're if you're having a good time and you're happy. Did you feel like you missed anything, or you had questions for the party, the the event? Yeah, I feel like I missed everything. I gave the birthday boy who's turning fifty. I gave him a freeze pedal. Oh, good. And he almost teared up. Oh, really? Because I was looking out for him. I have that pedal. It's a freeze pedal. You step on it, and it'll sustain a note for as long as you want. Everyone else is so self-absorbed thinking about their old shoe. You gave this guy something. I was thought about him. No one else brought brought presents. Really? You were the one? I showed up with a wrapped present. What? Someone showed up and started swinging a sword around by himself, and then, (laughs) like, didn't even participate. Yeah. Allegedly, New Yorkers are selfish. I'm the only one that showed up with a gift. gift. And a really thoughtful one, too. Another grown man. How often does... Girl I don't men. think we're selfish. How often do no grown men presents. gift each other anything? The, the present was we were all there together. The gift was everybody. The gift. Your presence was your presence. Yeah, I wish I went. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was green. It was 80 degrees. Nice. Everybody shared stories. It's pretty special to think about knowing somebody, people for that long. But it is very obvious when you've grown apart. Yes. And you have differences. Yeah. 
So that was a learning curve. Yeah. Did you have to share a bedroom with anybody? Paul. How did that go? Uh, he sleeps on his back, which freaks me out with an eye mask on. With an eye what mask? What the hell? <laughs> I'm a, I rolled over. I rolled over in the morning, and he just looks so Wait, y'all like a, a corpse. You're, you're, you're not back sleepers? No, I'm dug in on my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as hard same. as possible. Did you share a bed or a, or a, a room? A room. Okay. Yeah. But you know, how often do you share rooms with after age 40 with other people? Well, Lauren asked if I would share a room, and I said no because uh, last time when we went to New Orleans, I woke you up while I was snoring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I won't put somebody through that again. <laughs> uh, I was going to be in the guest. full New Yorker. Yeah, I was going to be in the I was going to be in the office. I bought Jeff um I bought earplugs. Oh, nice. Because I'm the snorer, and I feel really bad. So here's another thoughtful New Yorker right here. Ding. Ding. (laughs) I can do that. Right there. I had to delete a couple of sounds for today. What did we delete? Farting and stuff. Okay, good to know. know. (laughs) Price is right. Yeah, that one's one's out of the canon for now. Uh, Eric saying boom. Oh, wow. Got to bring that one back. That's my favorite. But I loaded in like seven things. And so I'm excited about that. He's going to call in in two minutes. Uh, 917-994-9298 is the number to call if you want. If you want to talk to Jesse, you're welcome to call. I will entertain the possibility of answering your phone call, depending on what you say to the screener. And I will entertain the possibility of hanging up on you oh yeah yeah she's the executive producer <laughs> this is all because of her so that's pauline everybody no i still hate it and i, I think that when he moves to his new apartment we should consider a new fucking theme song you can well, send me some with? ideas yeah. i think i will you gotta, you gotta workshop that on your own, though. I need. Of course, I will. I'm not gonna let you handle it. Look what you've done. Do you have any ideas yet? I do. Oh. Sing them. No. <laughs> it's a surprise. Okay. I'm not gonna workshop that on the air. Come on. All right. Oh, that must be six. I heard the six o'clock. Drop. Where do I begin? My notes are so scattered. You think he's gonna be punctual? I mean, musicians are never really on time. Yeah. No, it's fine. I need a second to collect myself anyway. He's in the green room. Mm. Did we give him... um, What's on his rider? Did he have um, M&Ms with the green ones taken out? Uh, We gave him nothing. Great. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is... Yes. I did nothing. Nothing proactive. Our personal brand. We give you nothing. First note. Lowering standards. That's what it says right here on the first page. Whose standards are we lowering? He's lowering his standards to be on our program. Really? I think so. I would guess, yeah. But I'm cool with that. Has everyone seen the Garth Brooks documentary? No. (laughs) Ew, why? Good question. Because he goes in and out of Stillwater, I think twice, because Mm. he started to make it really big, cutting his teeth at these little bars and stuff in Stillwater, and then he goes to Nashville, and I I think he just gets, like, shut down... Because it's terrible. I think he expected a million dollar check the second he walked into town. (laughs) And it didn't happen. So he had to come back Mm. and kind of go back over his own stomping grounds. 
And uh, I think Stillwater is one of those places where he was playing out. Aww. Is he still alive? Out. Yeah, he played Central Park yeah, last cool. summer. Cool. With Billy Joel. Oh, wow. He did, a, he did a weird thing where Billy Joel was playing piano, and he... Uh, <laughs> It was raining, and Garth wow. Brooks ran up and just draped himself over the piano, kind of like in an almost seductive way. Oh, wow. Okay. You know? What are you doing? I'm celebrating the incoming phone call. Signaling success. It's really happening, folks. I can hardly believe it. Could be someone ordering a pizza. It could be, yeah, it could be a wrong number. All right, we've got Winston in the background bitching. Yep. So that's good. Is that what that is? And this is my favorite song from Other Lives that I'm playing right now. Let's talk to Jesse. Jesse, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you guys? Oh, we are great. We're so glad to hear you. Yeah, we we finally made it happen, didn't we? I, we did, we made it happen. You had to yeah, go on a right. you had to go on a little walkabout. Understandably, you had to tour France. You know, I do my <laughs> show from my living room, but you have bigger fish to fry, so I appreciate that. Nah, hey man, I, I I write my songs in my living room, so yeah, you know, good good work comes from home. You write your songs in a bunch of different places though, too, right? Because you did yeah, like I do, I do. Let's see, you you did uh. You did your oh, Tamer Animals was mostly written in a warehouse, is my understanding. Maybe yeah, it was, it was kind of like a warehouse that was converted into a studio. Yeah. Yeah, and then you did a big show there to celebrate that album, and then yeah. uh, and then you recently went. I actually want to play a clip for you. I was going to yeah. ask you a funny question on the first song, but this is uh, oh, wrong wrong clip here. Let's see, here we go. This is from Sicily. I'm curious about this. Let's listen for a second. Yeah. Too many exes on the open <laughs> And then that and then that becomes this. Which I love. I love both. Yeah. So you, what did say so you were you you, de- you demoed in Sicily, or how did that work? Yeah, I you know me and me and Kim, it was I, I think it was in I think it was in 2016, and we 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 like we wanted to get out of America for for you know we were just whole, we were just kind of bummed by the by the 2016 election, and she you know she was in Germany. And so we had we had a lot of visa problems for a long time. So we were just like, let's, you know, let's go to Italy, right? And um, let's get away from computers. Let's get away from uh, let's get away from technology. And I, I just really needed to like get back to like an acoustic guitar and my vocal and writing lyrics and just like really to the core of songwriting. You know, the kind of the fundamental fundamentals and so that's kind of the, the idea and, and you know those those 10 songs really just kind of blossomed uh, in Sicily and it just kind of really pointed the finger of like 
this is the this is the the new record and this is the kind of the new way kind of the old way but anyway you know and then you and then you took it to like an a-frame house in oregon or something like that and recorded there for a long time yeah we we were living in you know portland um but we we desperately wanted to get out of the city just because we were just we were tired of you know portland and so we found this big old house in the woods and we rented it and kind of you know cleared it out and it was this perfect way of just like kind of get getting back to just being a band being isolated no no bars no uh you know all the little traps of of being in a in a in a city um it just kind of got back to the roots again so yeah that, that sounds nice i'm trapped in a city and i don't know how to get out what what city are you in? We are in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, specifically, you are, in you are in a city. Yeah. Specifically, we're in Red Hook. I don't know if you know that neighborhood, um, but now, it's I, a I, desolate little neighborhood, far away from everything, but it's still very sweet. Um, and I'm proud to report that when you sold out Bowery Ballroom and Music Hall of Williamsburg, I was the big yeah. nerd. I was the big nerd that bought four tickets to both shows without asking any of my friends if they, <laughs> if, if they wanted to come yet. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you're going to fucking love this. Let me show you a thing or two. It was during Rituals. It was awesome. You Thank did a, you so much. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you did a cool cover of Something in the Way by Nirvana. Oh, I love that song. Oh man, and that isn't that such a great tune. Like, I and I think you know, it's so, with so many Nirvana songs, they re- for me personally, they really like they really blossomed in that in the uh, what was it the uh, Unplugged show? That yeah, yeah, and MTV Unplugged, and I just really that version of the of that on that is just oh my god, it just really haunts me still you know and i recently heard um, that song on uh, a tv show it was like not the theme song but it was one of those montages and that song uh-huh. played and it took me back that is probably my favorite nirvana song yeah it's, it's my favorite me, I think me too me Go, too you yeah. do you too yeah it's my favorite uh concert performance documented on record probably ever would be that show i you think know? that that really like you know, that's one of those records that, like, me and my dad really connected over. Um, it was like, I was like, I love Nirvana so much. And he was, you know, he didn't know Nirvana so much. And that record came out, and we both were like, you know, he could connect to it in kind of a more, you know, it was, I, was, I guess it was less, yeah, it was less grunge and less distorted guitars. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It just shows you how great those tunes are, you know. It's really... They're, you know, they're they're almost like Beatles songs. You know, you can play them in any kind of way, and they're just, you know, kind of forever yeah. and ever. So. They um they couldn't figure out how to get uh, Dave Grohl to be quiet because he's such like a loud drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave him those hot rocks. You know, those it's hot uh, it, rods, yeah. Hot so they're yeah. these little <laughs> drumsticks that have lots of little sticks yeah. in them to sort oh. of soften the blow. Yeah. Funny. And he tried to play them on the butt. He tried to play them on the loud side, and they said no. <laughs> you can see in the when you when you watch that when the when you watch the video of that 
performance. Like you can tell that he's really trying to be quiet. Like he's kind of like, like, yeah, he's like playing really hunched and like, he's like gritting his teeth. You could (laughs) so tell it was a, Right, like going against everything of his nature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough about Nirvana. He's, I, think he's rocking, I think he's rocking a pretty sweet ponytail in there too. There? Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. Shaved up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so when I first uh, fell in love with your band, I I will confess that I was uh, that I discovered you through Radiohead. I saw you on that tour, whatever it was, 2012 or whatever, the King of Limbs tour, yeah. when you guys were opening up for them on Tamer Animals. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that was like my big intro to you. And then, you know, from there, you know, I, I can't stop. But um, I'm curious how that happened. I know that you have had some of your records produced by Johnny, how do you say his last name? Warnaker? Joey? Joey yeah, Warnaker? And he was the drummer of Adams for Peace. And is is that how that all segues in? How did that happen? I think so. You know, like a lot a lot of a lot of like my management and um Joey, there was there was just a lot of like kind of they knew that camp, you know, pretty well. Um, you know, their managers and they knew Tom and, and the guys and um you know, it's just one it's one of those like lucky little twist of fate where you know the record got to tom and 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 i think he he you know he really liked it and apparently the other members really liked it and it was just you know they they came out they came out to a show in oxford their hometown wow really (laughs) it's a really weird thing because it's like their it was like one of their first shows where they played and so they're their faces are like painted on the wall. Yeah. And so we're, we're like, you know, two hours before the show, like looking at their, their faces at the, <laughs> on the wall, you know, painted. And then, you know, uh, three of them come in and, you know, we're playing for like 15 people and, uh, you know, three of the members. And it was just, yeah, it was really, it was really bizarre. And, uh, all I had, you know, I just kind of closed my eyes and hoped the whole thing, you know, ha- went okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. sure it went fine. But I get that. I, I, you know, nowhere near what you do, but I, I've sung, I've sung in a band, uh, and that's for me the most uncomfortable thing. Actually, is it's uh, you write your own songs, you write your own words, and you're just standing up there nude, basically revealing yourself to everyone and to. And it's uncomfortable to me when it's strangers. It's uncomfortable for me when it's friends. And I'm sure it would be wildly uncomfortable if Radiohead was standing in the crowd. Yeah, you know, at the same time, you know, as my least favorite thing is is playing in front of like friends and family. I know that sounds really same. Easy, no, it's not. But it, it's it's like I can't. I was telling Kim this the other day. It's like I can't really like truly be myself because they know you know what a you know you know dork i am and they're not you know i can't i can't ever like really feel cool up there because 
it's like they know me too well. You know, I can't, I can't be, I can't, I can't kind of can't get into character or something. It's weird. Yeah. No, my mother listens to this radio show totally fucks up my game. The things that we <laughs> yeah, talk, right. the like, thing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The it's, things we talk about. It's a sense of freedom, right? That, that you're lacking when it's people that know you, right? Well, if you do it long enough, then you learn to let go and you say, fuck it, mom. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to just take the good, bad, and the ugly. I'm 41. You're just going to have to just suck it up. Yeah, <laughs> I say fuck a lot, mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what we love about being on this radio station is we can say whatever we want. That's great. That's great. Um, so well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, but it was great. You know, it was just it was just a wonderful experience all together of of just of you know it it changed the band. It made the band like really play together. You know, you're playing these huge audiences. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it just made the band like really tight and really like we got to play as a unit and. Yeah, it, did, it just did a lot for our band, you know, going like, all right, we need, we're not, you know, the small little band from Oklahoma, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta step it up. So. Yeah, you played, you played what, you played Coachella around that same time, a couple of festivals yeah. in like Iceland yeah, yeah, yeah. and in Europe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was kind of our first like introduction to Europe and uh, yeah, it was a big, it was kind of a whirlwind there for a sec. So let's talk about um, let's talk about this. You just went to you just went to Paris, uh, not Paris, but you went to France. You stopped by Paris. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, I don't know if you can hear this as well as I can, but for twelve is your most popular song on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big hit. Let's hear a little bit of that. Is the three piece that was playing in France. I think that it. Um, I think it sounded great. Why was there only? Why wasn't it all five of you? Well, we had we had one member that got COVID about ten days before. Ah, oh, fuck. And yeah, then and then another member was like couldn't tra couldn't travel. He couldn't do the rehearsals because of COVID. And it, it would have been like the third time we've can't you know canceled the tour, and we just decided like let's just let's just push through and do something do something new. And you know we ended up really having a great time. It was kind of a ch it was a challenge, and um, instead of kind of just doing the same old thing, it was kind of for us it was like a new I don't know. It was kind of like it was just like freeing in in a weird way to just have it as three piece. I mean I miss. Of course, I missed the, the big thing, but um, yeah, we had we had a lot of fun doing it. Well, the thing is, so Kim's your wife, and she's also a bandmate now, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Jonathan is—he's been around for a while, but he can play practically every instrument that you can dream of. It seems like John. John is—they they, people started calling him the octopus. Um, <laughs> but he, he really, yeah. He can, he, I mean, you name it. Like, if, if he needs to play a part, he'll he'll learn it in a week, and yeah, he does it. He just has that thing. It's incredible. I wonder what his weakest instrument is, because I I will confess, after seeing you guys the first time, 
I, I made sure, I made a point to stand on the right-hand side of the stage so I could be closer to Jonathan. Uh, John, I guess. Creep. Yeah. No, I mean, I do the same thing. I, I, I do the same thing with some of the other bands that I love, and I just want to see what he's up to. And so I, so I inched over to that right-hand side, and, uh, and dude's playing, he's playing like vibraphone, not vibraphone, like glockenspiel, he's playing trumpet, he's playing guitar, cool. he's playing keys, That's amazing. playing violin, playing, I just, what is he not playing? I don't know, it was fucking crazy. Um, yeah, he can really... I, but I'll answer your question. Trumpet's definitely his weakest one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if trumpet is like it was like a ska mainstay though. Ah, uh, they make it work so well. Oh yeah. my god, it's it's so ska, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> when I think of trumpet, uh, yeah, I don't think of uh, rock bands. But I think of like Morricone and stuff like that. Sudden big, oh, right. like spaghetti oh, right. western. Yeah, spaghetti western. <laughs> We got a yeah. call here. Let's take a call from a listener real quick. Hold on. Scott from... Where are you from? Scott, are you there? Yeah, hey, this is Scott. I'm uh, from Washington, D.C. Um, real quick, back to the, something in the way. It was awesome uh, in Batman. Uh, yes! In that song. Nice. That's where it was. Good stuff. It's also uh, in the show. My question, my question is... Uh, on the uh, album uh, Rituals, uh, what was the inspiration when you named that song Untitled? That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that what song. The, That's a great question. What was the, na- what was the inspiration for, it, for naming it the Untitled? Yeah. Yeah, was it one of those things that you're just like, I mean, I, I'd, I'd love to know like when you were trying to put it on the CD and, and your producer is like, come on, like fill, this, fill in the blank, or did you, was it always meant to be Untitled? You know what? You know what happens, and it's it's just like I have the worst. It's it's demoitis when, like when I name something in the initial writing period, it just like almost never changes. And that was just like Untitled One, and I you know because I'm not clever enough to think of a you know a name for that one, so it just it just stuck. You know, it was just like all right, this is um, yeah, I had no. There's, there's nothing, nothing there's extraordinary nothing. behind it. <laughs> That's my favorite right, song my, of my yours. My second question uh, is, uh, I have an aunt uh, from Oklahoma, and she used to always buy me these uh, shirts, Aunt Vicky, shout out to Aunt Vicky, but uh, she used to buy me these shirts from Eskimo Joe's, and I know that's in Stillwater, but I have no oh, clue I'm, I'm what it's about. Right no way. What, oh, wow. What's the place all about? Is it, is it worth visiting? Like, I've looked it up online, and I can't really tell what the vibe is. Like, uh, oh. if you can fill in the blank there. I hate, I, I hate to, I really hate, to, I love this town, okay, I do, but, like, I I can't in good conscience say, yes, you should buy a plane ticket and visit <laughs> Oklahoma. I just, I just can't do that. Well, um, see, now that's going to make me go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it's, it's a, it's a sweet, like, college town, right, you know, in the Midwest, and, it's one of those things like if you, if you grow up here and you have friends and like family, it's really it's it's beautiful and it's people are kind. But man, as far as like, do you, okay, do you like college football? Yeah, but I'm a Sooners fan more than a, a Cowboys fan. Well, then I you know what you if if you wanted to visit Stillwater, wait until the Sooners play OSU, 
and then you know come to come to the game and that I, that would probably be worth it actually. Okay, okay, I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. thanks for the call. Let me make sure I hang up on the right person here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we got one more. Hold on. Let's, we got them coming in. This, they're coming in hot. Uh, let's see. Grant from Richmond. How are you? You're on the air. Hey, guys. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Grant. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Um, I know y'all talked a little bit about it, but I want to hear more about the Cooper Mountain house i'm fascinated by that that a-frame house and uh i love the lost day video that kind of cycles through the floor <laughs> oh totally and uh <laughs> and uh, i'm just curious about that area like and a little more about the house and how it influences you guys and and your recordings and uh yeah i just like to hear more about that i'll i'll hang up and take an answer nice no I, absolutely thanks thanks man like Thank you. So, so it's it's about it's about thirty minutes outside of Portland, and it's in the, it's kind of in a suburb called Beaverton, and you know it's it's like, you know Beaverton. I I love how I'm I'm like dissing on all the places that I live. I, I don't mean. <laughs> all we do is complain on this show. It's perfect. Come on. I know. Yeah, I I love to complain anyway. So, but. Um, no, it's you know Beaverton's like very suburby. That's what, but so but this house was like built in like nineteen, like nineteen seventy five, and it was built by kind of one man and his like friends in the seventies. Yeah. He's an architect, and he, I'm just a really eccentric person, right? And you know he. Uh, he had lived there for like 30, 40 years, and I got, he, he passed away, uh, sadly, about, you know, five years ago, and I got to know his son uh, through a mutual friend, and this house was just kind of sitting there, kind of, kind of in not such great shape, you know, and yeah. we, we were looking for a spot to just kind of live and, 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 and get away from the whole studio kind of scene, you know, the kind of classical studio idea. And, um, you know, it, just, it was just one of those things where we were like, this is so beautiful. It took so much work. I mean, the guy probably had three or 4,000 books alone in the house. It, wow. was just, it was just amazing. So you're, you're kind of living around these, these really beautiful relics. It was almost like li being in like an antique store permanently. And, um, you know, it just, it, it, it went along so well with the aesthetic and the kind of, the vibe of us kind of getting back to our roots, getting back to kind of more, I would say folk, I wouldn't say folk, but just getting back to ourselves as a band, yeah. you know, and, and away from the computer. So this house just really embodied that, you know, kind of asked for a more perfect place and... So yeah, it was just kind of a, you know, one of those little happy accidents. I don't know if they're accidents, you know, because when you're looking for something, uh, you know, artistically, they things things can kind of you know magically appear like that. So it was it was uh, yeah, it was really something else. And then you got to hunker down there for a bit. It seemed like during the pandemic because you did some like live live performances from there that I caught on the internet as well. Did you, did you ride out the wave from there for a while? We did. Yeah. And you know, we, we ended up, 
actually, I, we did a, my, my first solo record there that's actually coming out in October. Sweet. Noted. Um, so I, I was able to, you know, get to work right away on another record, which is, yeah, it's, it's rare to do that. You know, usually you go on tour and you're away from your studio for, you know, nine months, but... So I'm excited about this. I didn't yeah. know in my in my infinite research. I didn't know you were putting out a new album. Shame on me. Uh, in his well, obsessive it, it infinite been. research, <laughs> Kevin did not know this. It's, tr it's true. Well, it hasn't been it hasn't been released. The the, the statement. So I think the first song comes out in June, and then okay. the record comes out in October. So. Oh. Is it stripped down? What's the deal? Are you doing like a big sound, uh, intimate sound, something in between? It's 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 really me like trying to make up a, a cowboy soundtrack. And, Sweet. Ooh. You know, ha I have a lot of uh, trumpet. Sweet. Sometimes. Yeah, so that that's it, not it your. F it's like more soundtracky. There's like cool. four or five instrumentals on there, and um. But you know, it's not as polished. It's a, it's a, it's rough. You know, it's a little rough around the edges. It's super reverby, and yeah, you know, it's it's basically like it's it's like sounds closer to like my demo side, which I've I'm thrilled to be able to put it out because I always, you know, sometimes I like my demos more. But yeah, you know, you, the, the, the guys think otherwise, probably for, <laughs> for better. <laughs> they want to get in there and, and contribute. I get it. You know. Clean up my mess, you know. The you did a um you did a score for a play, I think it was Arthur Miller's The Price. Is that right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, that is that uh that was a that's a, that was a solo project for you, but that was that was all mm. instrumental that I bought on uh, Bandcamp. Hmm. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, that was that was that was a great experience. It was like the first time writing music for somebody else's kind of vision you know and yeah. um yeah i i, I love it I, I had so much fun it was, it was, it was a really nice it's, it's really nice to like <clears throat> you know write music that doesn't have yeah where i don't have to sing you know um, yeah you don't have to worry about that other element of it can just be like purely purely thought and uh yeah, I, re I really enjoyed it. I love that. Yeah, yeah, we have to we have to play the hits on the on the radio show. But when I'm in my private life, I just listen to this uh, soundtrack genius, John Bryan, obsessively. Oh my god, the best. Obsessively, the best. Everything that he puts out, oh, whether yeah. it's Lady Bird, you know, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's my favorite yeah. soundtrack. That uh, one. Punch Drunk Love is the most romantic soundtrack yep. I've ever heard. I, I love that shit. Um, so and, I totally. And I think he, uh, he produced. Didn't he produced uh, one of Fiona Apple's. Not yeah. the la Not the latest record, but I think the record before that. Uh, wow. I know she, he also produced one of her records that they didn't like, and then they re they redid the entire album with a different producer. And when you listen to oh, the maybe John, that's, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, the yeah, John so Bryan one is a gem. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. What album is that? Do you know? Um, it's got it's got like a it's got like a flower pour on the front cover. I'll, Just I'll Google flower. Yeah, pour. I'll, I'll 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 I'm not going to do it right now. We're talking to yeah. Jesse, but I'll update everybody <laughs> afterwards. I would I th I think it's the record before 
I think it was, like, it was like five or six or seven years ago. You know, it was, it was a long time. But I'm looking it up two. now. Now we. Now but yeah, I remember hearing like three tracks from that, and thinking, "Wow, that's you know." You always know John Bryan. You know, he always uses that little Mellotron and extraordinary stuff, machine. Yeah. Was it extraordinary yeah. machine? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a great record. Yeah. Yep. Now yeah, with the pores on it, yeah. just like I said. Pores are. I think. And I look like, like peas. It's like a bean. Yeah. It's a bean. All right. Two thousand five. Extraordinary machine. Yeah. There's an alternate version of that that oh, really? is even better than the one that was officially. I'm released, gonna look that up and now. I'm pretty sure. If I'm not mistaken, I think that the one that was not released is the uh, John Bryan one, but I shame, could be wrong. Shame, shame. But we say things incorrect on the radio all the time, all so the it's time. fine. It's it's live it's radio. False, false information. Just, uh, yeah. just going on all, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're doing the best we can, but <laughs> but no, that's cool that you. Uh, it's cool that you like the instrumental stuff. It's cool that you like the classical stuff. Um, you, I was complaining earlier that I'm jealous that your mom was a piano player. Oh, so jealous. Because yeah. I taught myself how to play piano when I was like 22. After like learning to play guitar as a teenager, I just sat in front of a piano and like went back and forth until I could figure it out. Um, what you have to do. Yeah. You got to, uh, you got to just learn from a master, I suppose, huh? Is that your first instrument? Well, you know what? I mean, it, it was, but I was, I was just like any, it's like when p parents, my mom, like I grew up with listening to my mom more than anything, playing like Debussy and Sati or like show tunes or, um, so I listened to, I, I grew up with a lot of classical music, but actually like I was a terrible student with my mom because it's my mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I would be like, I <laughs> just being like a little shit or whatever and yep. not um so it it really it, i i kind of did the same thing that you're talking about when i was like I, I don't know if you know this but i was in the all-american rejects oh yes i was gonna get to that <laughs> yeah, yeah i know it has to come out at some point doesn't it um <laughs> uh i it was my high school band and like i i totally quit because a lot of reasons and but that, you know that's what like i heard like cigarettes and godspeed yeah like 18 i was like what the fuck am i doing with this kind of crap you know mm. well can um, i just play some of it for a second just yeah, yeah. for fun <laughs> just so everyone knows it's like thanks i mean this is a mood this is a vibe yeah this, it's a thing i mean that is like really important it's an important musical era i feel like sure. 10, 10 million records I worldwide mean, that was yeah, like it, it really defined a lot of people's high school experience a lot of people's you know young adult life like it's pretty fucking cool what was your role in that band well you know i was i was it was like i i started the band in high school or like well we were like 14 or 15 and then I actually, actually quit before they became like massively successful. So oh, I, wow. I, I wasn't part of like, I, I had no, I had none of the hits, right? Oh, uh, but <laughs> sort of, it's fine. That's so funny. It though. counts, it counts, it counts. My, it, it I, still counts. <laughs> I was in, 
I was in a band in college, and we would close our set with uh, with "Sweet Child of Mine." By <laughs> <laughs> well, my claim to fame is just carrying your guitar into those shows so I could get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember like uh, like playing in one of my first bands, and we out of all the like twelve songs, there was like four collective soul songs that we covered mm. it was just no. for some reason, yeah, sure i don't know pain <laughs> was, i love yeah. it you just uh, scratch your head on some things now and then um, all right we've kept you anyway, for a long you know, time yeah it, it got me into playing the piano back to back to the you know your mom the yeah thing about like playing the piano and I, I just did that like I stared at a piano from like 19 to 21 and just played the piano you know every day all day and just kind of taught myself uh you know what I what I kind of liked and how how to play and similar to what you were saying you know yeah you just sit there you play a c note and then you figure out how to play a c note on the piano and then you go back and forth back and forth back and forth it was so fun yeah and now it's my favorite instrument. I had one in my apartment in Brooklyn, which is almost impossible. Totally impossible. Um, yeah, you, we we had a we had a piano moved up to our apartment too. Have you? It's it's. I feel terrible making anybody do that. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is there are people that are occupationally piano movers, and they yeah, are they true. are occupationally dying for people to want their piano moved. So it's okay. Keep them employed. Um, one other question, which is total nerd question, then I'll let you go. You, uh, this is like a musicianship question. It, when when I watched you guys play and when I watched videos of you on on you know KEXP or whatever, uh, there's all this tape on your keyboards. Uh, like you have little triggers that are playing cues. This is not interesting to anybody but no, me. No, yes it is actually. I'm just interested I, that you know this much. I am interested in this actually. And so, so what's going on there? Do you have like different sounds? Is it almost like a sampler and not a p actual keyboard where you're like triggering sounds? What's going on with the tape? With, with like the, is it like like duct tape that like colored tape is that yeah when i look at the keys the white keys on your keyboard there'll be like little the different color tape on certain keys that s seemingly are like a trigger or some sort of cue yeah. for you that, that's just showing the other members the actual notes Oh. <laughs> um, this is how I learned how to great. play guitar. Yes, this is exactly <laughs> how. They would have to tell me it's kind of like that, like third dot, second string. Like yeah. I had to learn by right. dots because I'm, I'm a dum-dum. Yeah. But yeah, that's so cool. That's but, how I would have to yeah. learn how to play keyboards. I was dying to know. It actually works. On it does. The song play the red dot seven times oh my god yes uh, no <laughs> i think i could be in your band now sir excuse me i think i, think you can. I can be i think you can actually join uh, <laughs> you know you it. just need like three hey different colored tapes. I, more tape. I learned how to play bass over the pandemic oh yeah i taught myself how to play bass by yeah. myself she's with, badass uh, now with youtube That's yeah so, so you know. i love the bass so much it's, me I, too like outside it's like piano and bass for me. I love oh, my it. God. I love the bass. So, yeah. You know, if anyone gets sick or anything, you know, you could call me up. All right. I, I, thank you so much. I, Kevin I, will be so jealous. We'll put, yes, <laughs> I, I will. Tape on the, tape on the bass. We'll put tape on the bass. 
uh, <laughs> I, I want to let Jesse go. Does anyone else in the room have a question for him? I've been hogging the mic here. Anybody at all? No. No. All right. He just cool. loves you so much. Yeah, <laughs> I adore you guys. So um, this well, has hey, been a real thank, honor. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was actually like so much fun. And, uh, you know, usually interviews, not, I mean, sometimes they can be a little, but th this was this is a lot of fun. So I Sweet. appreciate it. We've been drinking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we had some champagne to celebrate how excited I, we were. I've, I've been drinking some uh, red wine myself. So. All right. Oh, yeah. Good. All right. Good. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for so much. We'll see you when you come when you bring the new album to New York. Um, but this was an Absolutely. honor. So thank you so much. Hey, take care, guys. Okay. Bye. All right, take care. Bye. 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 I think we did a good job. That was lovely. Oh no, I have to leave this on. Hold on a second. Nobody talk. We're the tamer animals Alright, that was Jesse Love them so much That was so much fun He talked to us for 30 minutes, I can't believe great. it I really can't believe that um, Alright, we're gonna take a break uh thank you for that that was incredible and let me shake it off for a second here we go here's a uh, new world by bjork
last one still stinging back on my mind. I feel that phone ringing. so so fun did you have fun i did that was a dream come true for me that's so nice i'm so happy for you i he love seems like a really cool dude what I a great guy i think he would actually if he were ever in new york again like whenever he comes back i think he would come out with us and drink with us oh if that happens that would be insane i think he likes <laughs> us 
I <laughs> I do think that we would be best of friends. I do too. We learned how to play piano the same way. Yeah. Oh, true. And I learned how to play bass the same way as his keyboard player. Yeah. So I think that... Uh, <laughs> With the tape? <laughs> yeah. And dots. Like, I know things by dots. Tell me by dot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that we would be friends and he would come hang when he's in New York. And that's cool. Isn't it crazy? So, like, I was in such a shit high school band and <laughs> and college band. Weren't we all? And and his his sold ten million records. Mm. It's fucking crazy. Well, yeah, he opted out of it. Yeah, and he said, "No, I'm yeah. good. I'm way more what talented. Really? I can write beautiful yeah. music." My band opened yeah. up for Cat Power. Yeah, your did yours did. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. At the CMJ Music Festival in New York City in 1990. Look it up. Yeah, look it's it up. There. It's out there. Uh, it's out there. Uh, but yeah, I lent her my amp because I think cool. either hers broke or was stolen or whatever. Um, and behind the scenes, in the green room, as it were, which wasn't really a green room, it was just a room, n- no treats or snacks or anything. Um, before the show, we played uh, Hangman. Nice. Yeah. It was very weird. But I remember this. And if she's listening, Hey. Hey. Remember me? <laughs> hey, hey. I lent you my amp. So, cat. Hey, cat. Chan. Sean? Sean. Sean Marshall? Sean Marshall. Yeah. yeah looks yeah. like Chan. It looks like Chan. I'll get to the show. Do you guys know Future Islands? Yes. We played with them at a show in South Philly in a full-blown condemned building in the basement <laughs> <laughs> and it was just asbestos and dust raining down everywhere that is condemned gorgeous 2006 they've probably been together for like six months oh and they my were God. like really clean cut just Did, fresh was, out of college for a few years was there sound like it is now or was there yeah, it was pretty close. a departure okay not really they they had it together they sounded we were a raggedy band and they sounded pretty great Wow. Yeah, and uh, after it was over, I went up and smoked cigarettes with the singer. And nice. I, I couldn't believe uh, what a great guy he was. And then I think eight years later, he was on Letterman. Wow. And Letterman fucking loved that Yeah, that he band. did that wild cool. show where he was dancing all crazy and whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they hadn't developed that weird stage presence that yeah. they had, right? Because he's like obviously has a vision for what he wants to be on stage, and it's pretty compelling. It's pretty weird. What? is this vision i've often wondered someone compared it to marlon brando <laughs> like in his body language and his look it's like it is kind of uh, theatrical and also like i feel like he wants to be a little bit like robert palmer <laughs> like you know that sort of put together kind of clean cut sort of image <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, he definitely makes Letterman it work. loved it. Makes you know it it's work. a good sign when Letterman's is like, I want to talk about this. Yes. Uh, first couple REM shows are on YouTube on Letterman, and Michael Stipe just runs away. What? If you ever go look at those. What do you mean? Like after the after the set? They're just... done, and he disappears, and he has a couple of members, and they, they chit-chat and stuff like that, but Michael Stipe's like, he sings, and then he's done, and that was, I think he was incredibly shy. Aww. That's nice. I'm looking at my notes. 
What'd you, what'd you miss? What, yeah, did we? I missed. Miss I missed two things. I'll I'll answer them for you. They're good. No, it's good ones. I missed. I missed commenting about thank you for lowering your standards. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so terrible. Don't ever say that. Could have Could have. Could have left that one out. So yeah. we did, and we acted like we're pro. We are. Um, we're cooler than most pro. I wanted to make a comment about Stillwater's population. Stillwater, Oklahoma has a population of 48,000 people, Hmm. which Hmm. is pretty much exactly the same as Red Hook. Wow. And Charlottesville. And Charlottesville. Charlottesville. (laughs) (laughs) You learn something new every day. And then the other thing that I wanted to comment on was how he pared down 60 songs into 12 for an Hmm. album. I don't. I write one song. I what I would. I this was when I would have digressed into like my own musical world, and say that I've been writing the same song for fifteen years mm, now. Mm. How do you write sixty songs, let alone pare them down you to twelve? Like three songs you've been writing for. You know, yeah. I mean, 20, I'm sure 15, fifteen of those songs sound like each other. So you just pick the best one of the bunch. They sound like a family of songs. Yeah. It's going to be a great album in twenty years. Um, and yeah, we made it through. We did it. We did it. We did it. You're listening to Circa in the background, C-E-R-C-A, everywhere that you can get music, but especially on Bandcamp. There was one point I was going to ask him when I think he was talking about writing in his living room. Mm. I was yeah. going to ask, I was, I was going to mention that Darren writes in his closet in his underwear. Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who I am. But I was like, uh, I'll, give, I'll give Darren a break. No, Listen. you should have totally done that. Everyone, uh, shame on you. Everyone has a process. Shame on you. That would have been so great to bring up. Do you really? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. it's usually late at night. You know, I mean, I don't know about you, but when you get home and you take some of your clothes off, if not a lot. Yeah. I do in the summertime, yeah. especially. I mean, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. It depends on whether or not the children are there. Fair if they're enough. not there, it's whatever. Yeah. But yeah. but you're not wearing denim, like I know that our, no. our, our friend who shall remain nameless, whose name begins with an S. <laughs> she she thinks our oh, friend, yeah. his girlfriend, thinks he's a psychopath for just wearing jeans around the apartment. Oh my god, no! When was the last, I don't even remember the last time I wore jeans just like to hang out in the apartment. I haven't worn jeans, period, in a long time. God, it's been. Well, I have ages. ten pair. I found one pair that fits me, so I bought ten. Yeah, it was oh. like five hundred dollars worth of jeans. Yeah. No, that's the way to go. I, I mean, it's hard to find the right size, but when you I get absolute home, absolute psycho. When I get no, home, I'm the jeans are, the jeans are off. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know. All right, well, we made it till the end. Not wearing pants. This is the end of the show. We're all pantle- pantless. <laughs> pantsless. Yeah, we're at the end of the show. Wow. We're 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 late actually in terms of our. Uh, the amount of scott walker that people will hear will be a little bit less the amount of scott walker we're going to subject people to yeah okay we're to get on the fade which bodes well for rachel because this song can get grating if you listen to it every week and week out bear with it they don't so just hunker down because here and now with rachel c comes up next the show before us did not give us the honor of queuing up the show that would be coming on after them fuck them but and nor did they use spinatron Ugh. Did they not? But I, I did both. Okay. I'm in compliance. I think compliance. that you should no. I love that we're back to this listen, shit again. Snitches, <laughs> right away. Listen, listen, Kevin. Snitches get stitches. Don't. Okay? I That's true. don't. That's true. I don't mind getting stitches. Okay. I'm just defending myself. Here now with Rachel C's up next. My name's Kevin. Hold on. My name's Kevin. And I'm Eric. And this is the Daily Echo. Thanks everybody. This was if fun. If you go away. 
On this summer day, then you might as well take the sun away. All the birds that flew in the summer sky when our love was new and our hearts were high, and the day was young and the night was long and. The moon stood still for the nightbird's song. If you go away, if you go away, if you go away. But if you stay, I'll make you a day like no day has been. All will. We'll sail the sun. We'll ride on the rain and talk to the trees and worship the wind. And if you go, I'll understand. Leave me just enough love to fill up my hand. If you go away, if you go away. If you go away. If you go away.